know how I do. I'm back again with another episode. And first off, I have to let you guys know that we are literally one episode away from the season finale. Yes, that is right. Next episode is the season finale. Um, we are we only have one more month left in 2020 and your girl needs a break but for great reasons because I have some great things coming for you guys that I cannot wait to share um, for save save as well as some personal things that I want to share with you guys and I need to take some time away from actually recording and posting podcast episodes to develop those things so We got one more episode after this one, and it's going to be a very, very, very special episode, guys. So I am looking so forward to that one. So yes, um, just want to let you know that next episode is the season finale. Hey, everyone. This is Christina Savani, and this is Saved Save the Podcast. You know, I always want to start off with my nothing about nothing. And today's nothing about nothing is that I recently realized that I am like one of few of my friends that actually sorts my laundry. Like, legitimately sorts it like I sort out like my undergarments from my like lounge clothes from my darks from my lights from my pants like I have like six loads of laundry when I do laundry not because they're like huge loads but because I literally sort everything and I was talking to like a couple of my friends and they're just like nah I just kind of throw everything in there and I'm like what I have separate laundry baskets (laughs) for this exact case so um that's just a little insight into me and how I like to do laundry so apparently I'm like super adulting as they like to say um but I just don't be liking to mix my laundry like that um I don't like to mix literally I don't like to mix like my lounge clothes with like my work clothes so I will literally wash lounge darks and work darks separate. I know it's weird, but that's just kind of how I operate. But <laughs> that's my nothing about nothing rant for today. Now today's episode, guys. I will honestly say that I was contemplating on the topic for today's episode when I realized what day this episode was going to drop. It's the day after the election, guys. Um, Well, as I'm recording this, it is the day of the election. And I've purposely blocked out all media because I don't want to be influenced by any media as I'm recording this. But as you're listening to this, it is the day after the election. If you're listening to this in another country, It is the day after the election in the United States, and it is 
one of the biggest elections that we've had in a while. Um, and that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> but with that being said, I contemplated on what I wanted to discuss. I'm not a political person by any means. And I contemplated on what I wanted to discuss as a topic matter for a podcast to be released the day after. I wanted it to be encouraging. I wanted it to be uplifting. I wanted it to be something that someone would want to listen to the day after. And honestly... The main thing that came to mind is just go with what's in your gut. Go with what God is telling you. And it just fits so perfectly with what's going on personally with me. And that's everything isn't for you. And what I mean by that is you got to figure out what's for you, what works for you. What is you? So at the beginning of 2020, well, literally at the beginning of any year for about the past four years, I buy a new planner and I buy a new journal. Um, this year, actually, I bought a two-in-one. Um, I bought, I actually invested <laughs> in a really nice, really luxurious Christian planner that should have told me something about how this year was going to go because I splurged on like this really nice like $40 planner that was like a planner and journal like in one. That should have been my warning sign right there because I never spend like more than like 4 or $5 on like a planner and a journal. But I digress. Um, but yeah, so I splurged this year on this really nice Christian journal. It had like an area for like notes to take during church. It had my calendar, my planner. It had like an area to drop down, like tracking my mood, tracking like goals, tracking, you know, all that type of stuff in it. And at the very front, it had an area where you could like create this vision board. And... One thing that I wrote down at the very front of this planner were the words own it. And I promised myself that in the year 2020, I was going to own being me. I was going to own being the most authentic version of myself. And now that we're in month 11 of 2020, and all of the craziness that has happened in this year, I can honestly say that I have lived up to those two words. I have lived up to the fact that I have owned who I am in all of the messy, sometimes unorganized, sensitive, emotional, just, ugh, that is me. I've owned it. I've owned the fact that I am me. And I'm constantly owning it because I'm constantly learning myself. We have to learn that we will forever be learning ourselves because we're forever changing. 
But in those changes, we have to accept whatever version of ourself that we currently are. And we have to be okay with that version of ourselves, regardless of society. And if it's a version of ourselves that we don't like, we have to be strong enough to change it, regardless of society. We have to block out what everyone else is doing, what everyone else is saying, what everyone else is telling us is right or wrong, and trust God, and trust the Holy Spirit that's inside of us, and own it. And understand that we can't operate within every single meaning. Like for me, I have to, I had to understand that there are certain things I cannot do. And I don't mean that like I'm just not talented in certain ways. I mean that there are just certain things that are not good for me. That will send me down a road of destruction. That will send me down a path that I will wake up in the morning and not like myself. And although it might be the popular thing to do, although people might look at me sideways because I'm not participating in X, Y, and Z, I cannot do it. And I have to be okay with saying no. I have to stand and say no. And on the flip side of that, there are certain things that I enjoy. There are certain things that I know are a part of me that some people might not understand. That some people might say are extreme. That some people might say is a little too far away from their normal. That is so me that denying that part of myself would be denying who I authentically am and I have to be okay with that. One of those things for me early in my life was Christianity. Not even gonna lie. As I've mentioned to you guys before, I grew up in the church. But growing up in the church and really being saved, saved, are two totally different things. And I've had plenty of conversations with plenty of people to know that I am not the only one that has had that experience. Where you were just doing church for the sake of doing church. But you get to a point where you don't care what anybody thinks. And you're not going to church because of your mom or your dad or your grandma or your auntie. You're going to church because you want to be there. You find yourself opening your Bible when no one's around and praying when it's just you and God and spending that quality time with him and calling out his name because you know that you need him and letting it be known that you need him and you don't care who knows it or who sees it and you get to that point and you feel good about it you feel authentically great about it and anyone who has a problem with it you then understand that they don't need to be in your life like I um was talking to a friend of mine 
And I've gotten to the point where literally if you can't rock with who I am, especially when it comes to my faith, you can't rock with me. If you can't take this version of me that is so sold out for God, you can't take any version of me because this is the best version of me and I'm owning it. I'm understanding that I can't afford not to be this way. And owning it goes into your profession as well. It goes into your purpose. Like God has called so many people to entrepreneurship, but he's also called people to nine to fives. And some people he's just called to have a nine to five and a side hustle. But whatever he's called you to, own it. He's called some people to singleness. He's called some people to marriage. Own it. He's called some people to have kids and he's called some people to just be great aunts and uncles. Own it. He's called some people to be great co-parents and some people to have a two-parent household. Own it. Whatever it is, Trust that God has a plan for you. He knows the plan for you and he's working it for your good. So own it. Trust in him. Lean into it. And when you don't see where you're going next, that's the best place to be because that's when he can use you the most. That's when your faith is the strongest. That's when you're like, all right, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, but I don't know where I'm going, but I know God got me. And I'm okay with that. Y'all, this has been a crazy year, but I've seen so many people blossom. And I'm not just talking about careers, but I'm talking about just people finding who they are and finding their niche and discovering things about themselves they had no ideas about and I'm seeing like light bulbs click in people and I'm seeing people be like this is it and when that light bulb turns on nobody can turn it off and so I'm hoping that anybody that's listening right now that if your light bulb turns on Don't run from it. Don't start questioning it. I know it's going to be scary. I know it might seem like a different avenue and you don't have all the answers. I know that you might have days where you're crying your eyes out because it is the craziest idea you've ever had. Or it's so against your normal that you can't even understand why this even came to your mind or why it feels so natural or why God is telling you to make this move or why God put this on your heart. But if you have that relationship with him and you have the Holy Spirit in you, own it. Like that is what 2020 has taught me is to truly own who you are and accept it for 
every ounce that it is. And you'll have a different sense of yourself. You'll look at yourself differently without anyone else having to. And you'll start getting picky in everything. In business choices, in friendships, in relationships, and especially in conversation. Especially in conversation. There are certain things that I know I cannot talk about with certain people. And there are certain conversations I will only have with certain people. Everybody can't see the vision. Everybody won't see the vision. There are some people that just simply refuses to see the vision. Because they weren't given the vision. They weren't supposed to be given the vision. Because they haven't even accepted the vision that they're supposed to have. So how can they accept your vision? But you learn that when you learn yourself. And you learn what's for you and what's not for you. And when you learn what to keep and what to let go. 2020 has been such a year of loss, but it's also been a year of gain. It's been a year that we've been able to reflect on so many things, so many challenges, so many just like, what else could happen moments and yet we're still here so what does that tell you clearly there's more and yes no day is promised but while we are here there's still purpose and I doubt God's purpose for your life is to sit there and be mediocre. He said in his word that he will give you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think. So think about all the things that you think about. And he's willing to give you more than that. All of your wild or crazy imaginations for this purpose that you have and you're like that could never happen I dream of this thing and fulfilling this destiny of mine but that can never happen and God's like yeah I can do it if you own it if you lean into it if you accept who you are like for me I was in this conference for Adobe, just kind of honing some skills um, because my full-time job is in the creative spectrum, Um, marketing. I deal a lot with Adobe, InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator, that type thing. And I'm in this conference virtually, and one of the guys is just like, talking about all the different type of jobs that people who use Adobe tend to have. He was like, 
we refer to these people as creatives. And I was like, huh. Because I've always envisioned myself as a nine-to-five professional. When in actuality, I'm a creative. And just me saying those words has changed my entire outlook on so many things. Nothing else has changed. My job is still the same. I'm still presenting these podcasts to you guys. My friends are still the same. My relationship status is still the same. My family is still the same. My relationship with God is still the same. But me accepting that at the core of who I am professionally is a creative, a light bulb went off. So I'm asking you today, What lights have you not turned on? Or better yet, what lights have you not allowed God to turn on in your life? What rooms are you in and he hasn't flipped the switch because you won't let him? Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's people-pleasing. Maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's just you're standing in your own way. But I challenge each and every one of you, as we only have a little over, a little less than two months left in this year. (laughs) I, I don't even know what adjective to put in front of the word year. Because it's just been a year. But as we have a little less than two months left in this year, I challenge each of you to figure out more of what you can own about yourself. Lean more into God. Lean more into the Holy Spirit. Figure it out. I guarantee the more you spend time with them, the more they'll show you about yourself and the more you'll be able to own those things and move to your next level and be able to be like, really? I'm that great? I have this potential? That's my purpose? That's what I'm capable of? Because it's there. It's there in all of us. We just got to figure it out. And in the process, figure out what's not for you as well. Because in me accepting that I'm a creative, I'm also willing to accept that I'm not great at some things. Like, I'm bad at math. Totally okay with admitting that. And like, you can judge me all you want. I suck at it. And I'm okay with that. But I'm also a creative. And I know I'm great at that. And I know that there are some things that aren't for me. And I'm okay with accepting that. I know that there are some rooms that I don't need to be in. And I know I'm okay with that. I know that there are some people that I don't need to be around. And there are going to be some people that don't like me. There are going to be some people that love me. Everything is not for me. 
for the things that are for me, the things that make me me, the things that are going to take me to the next level. I'm going to own those things and I'm going to lean into them. And I'm going to carry God with me in those things. Because by now, y'all know that being saved, saved isn't about shouting it from the rooftops and shoving the Bible down somebody's throat. It's about knowing that you got God with you every step of the way. And it's carrying that type of confidence. Because when God got your back, you can own it. And another way you can own it is by spreading these type of messages to other people so that they can own it. And you can spread it by sharing these. You can like, you can subscribe so other people can get these podcasts. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, on Google Podcasts, on like every other place that we are because it's like eight different platforms total and I can never remember the names of all of them. But if you are listening on any other ones, like, subscribe, share, comment, all of those things and just be a fan because we want everyone in the same safe group and as always this has been your girl christina savani and this has been another episode of saved saved period love you guys